Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us and starting your weekend at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Turn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Oakland. Mm. Well, would be a little weird. Not Oakland, uh, not not Oakland, Oakland California, California, neither. No, that's not right. No. Oakland, Mississippi. That's right. Between Tremont and Bounds Crossroads. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. North Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wherever you are in our great state, you're looking for uh, coffee, you can have Strange Brew every morning. You don't have to live in Starkville or Tupelo. You can just have it. Right there in your home. All you got to do is go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it. They'll ship it right to you. Whatever kind of coffee machine is on the front counter at your house, they got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for. As we're getting into the spring, you need to get some new polos, new t-shirts. They've got great choices at College Corner and great prices. A lot of great sale items going on right now. Check them out at collegecornerstore.com or at either of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet or Flowood by the Half Shell. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's best restaurant. You know, I can't give it I can't do much more for them than that. If I'm saying that that's the best restaurant in town, what else is there to say? This weekend if you get a chance, you want to head over to Restaurant Tyler. If you're here early today on Friday, get over there and get the get a lunch, the best blue plate in town. Head over there this evening. For some outstanding dinner, and then Sunday morning before you leave, or if you just live here and you want to go whenever you want, it's the best brunch in town. When I can tell you the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler, no matter what time of day it is, mm. well, you know I'm telling the truth. Mm-mm-mm. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. Priority One Bank in Central Mississippi, 16 locations to serve you, and they are all about service and serving their local communities. We say it all the time. You want to shop local, eat local. You want to bank local as well. And that's what Priority One Bank is all about. When you make a decision at Priority One Bank, those decisions get made by people at your branch. You don't have to worry about somebody going up the chain to a, a central bank somewhere else where somebody you don't know has to make that decision. No, it's the same people you see every week when you're in the bank branch of your choice. 16 locations across central Mississippi. Check them out online, PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We can all breathe. Ooh, barely. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. This is going to be... This was going, every, I think... I think God is looking out for me. I think he knows the old ticker. It's not what it used to be. 
and I can't take the stress of some of this stuff because we talked about baseball and how that was going to be, and, and and if they had blown that game today, oh, brother, I was about to unload, and I would have been like, what can I really say because they did overachieve, mm-hmm. but that would have been an all-time choke job. Oh, it, it would have been bad, but instead. I think we feel like dancing. Gonna dance the night away. After the feel like dancing. dancing. All right. Shut up and dance with me. There we go. Christians is my destiny. <laughs> wow. Uh, 69-68. Jans will make you dance. That's right. 69-68, a nice win for the Bulldogs. Yes. In overtime over the Florida Gators. The game they led by as many as 14 points in the first half. I feel like you're trying to, to set up Tell Them Falk. He almost did. Game of the Bulldogs led by 14 <laughs> points in the first half. Florida chipped away at the lead, but the state continued to fight, continued to find a way, led by Tolu Smith, 28 points, 12 rebounds. What happened in Nashville? What are we gonna what are we gonna discuss? What are we what are we talking about? Only one man knows the truth. Are you really gonna go there? Tell him fuck well. Is this a one-time thing, or yeah, just like a, this could be a thing? I mean, okay. well, might as well, big uh, events like this. Why or, not? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Do it. I don't it, have things that are true, in case you're We don't know don't if this is going to be a long-term thing, but we'll do it today. We'll do it today. Yeah, just a, a game that you felt like early State was going to absolutely stomp a mud hole in Florida and walk them dry. But that felt too, too good to be true. Even at halftime, I was thinking something is going to happen – God is not going to allow this to be easily accessible for Mississippi State. It's just not going to happen. I, I do not. I do not believe that. That. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we just like bust into stuff sometimes. When people don't know what's it happening. Matter. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. So anyway, State goes up like dominates the first half. They give up I think 24 points in the first half. Yeah. They didn't. They scored two points in like eight minutes. Florida did. But it felt like, didn't it feel like during that stretch, you extended the lead, but didn't it feel like State had missed an opportunity there? Oh, State could have been up easily 20-plus yeah. points. Yeah. Easily. No Colin Castleton was a problem for Florida. Tolu As we Smith, said it would be. Yeah, Tolu Smith was having his way down there. He was missing shots. He was missing free throws. But you felt like he was constantly getting good looks under there. It was mm-hmm. eventually going to start coming. And it did in the second half. But the problem was State just could not manufacture offense anyway. I, I don't I don't know what was going on there, but they just they could not make shots. They missed so many shots around the rim. Um, they were turning the ball over, bad turnovers. They were missing free throws. It just felt like, you know, every time we see that in in basketball, when you have those opportunities, it seems like it always comes back to haunt you, and it almost did for Mississippi State. Fourteen point lead. That uh, quickly was erased. They were up by 10 at halftime. That quickly was erased in the second half. And Florida actually took the lead in the second half. And it looked like State was kind of falling apart there. Again, though, this team is just different than what we've seen in the past. And this is not going to be, in my opinion, this is not going to be one of Chris Jans' most talented or best teams. Mm -hmm. I I think he's got a, a lot more on the way. Um, in the form of you know consistency on the offensive end and being able to score in bunches. Josh Hubbard, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But this team just struggles with it. But give them credit again. I mean, they just they don't let something just completely overwhelm them. They always seem to kind of figure it out and find a way. 
And as frustrating as this game was, it's basically the culmination of the whole season for Mississippi State. They just found a way to win. They were up by seven in overtime and still found themselves down in the last 30 seconds. Um, but they found a way. Tolu Smith was incredible. Wasn't Didn't have his best game, but just the – just fighting through some adversity in that game, missing free throws. He started, I think, two for ten or something from the field. Mm-hmm. Ended up having a, a career high for the second straight game in yeah. points. Another double double. He proved why he is a first team All SEC guy. He took over the ball game. He put Mississippi State on his back. They win, and it looks like they're in the in the, in the NCAA tournament. I would be shocked if they aren't. I would go a step further with Tolu and say, I mean, he doesn't really have anything around him. I mean, okay, other guys step up and get double digits. Shaq Moore had 13 today. Deshaun Davis has had a game here or there. But Shaq but had like, 11 in the first like yeah, eight minutes. There's no consistency behind him. Mm-mm. You never know who's going to show up for you the rest of the way. Cam Matthews only two points today. DJ Jeffries only four points today. Um, Deshaun Davis. Deshaun Davis had nine great. and had eight assists. He was great. Got the, the ball in, in there. the second half passing. Yeah, but he really drugged this team. TJ Jeffries wasn't good. Yeah, he he really did. He was okay drive. on defense. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. Um, and then just the way that they played throughout the game. I mean, Tolu was nine of nineteen from the field. Mm-hmm. I'll guarantee every one of his misses was within three feet of the bucket. But like I said, I he think he was like a ton of. Oh, he could have had forty today. I'm, I'm almost positive he was two for ten. So that means he ended the game seven of well, let's, nine. Let's look at the first half. In the first half, he was two of eight. Yeah. And so, I mean, without going back, I, I remember when he scored a basket. I remember them showing under the sc- un- at the bottom of the screen on the score bug or whatever that he was three for eleven, yeah. and that was after he made a shot. So mm-hmm. he started the game two for ten, which means he ended the game seven for nine. Yeah, and he really just kind of took over and three of three in overtime. Yeah, that's where that's the key. And um, one of one from the free throw line. Still kind of struggled from the <clears throat> line, but that is what it is. Uh, he got their big guy in foul trouble. I thought that was that was big. That was big. Although they seemed to have done better when they went smaller, but that was that's true. When they were running and really being active on defense, that's how they got back into the game. Did Florida? Uh, we talked. That about, looks like the Florida team of old with Billy Donovan, doesn't it? Like they like they live and die by the three. Live and die by the three. And they were eight of thirty-five today. Yeah. Ooh, and was, what I, what I said on 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 the show today was that. This is how the game probably should have gone at Nashville, mm-hmm. but but Vanderbilt made their threes, yeah, and 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 Florida did not. So, just a huge win for for Mississippi State, and now all the models seem to indicate that they're in the field of sixty four, mm-hmm. not the field of sixty eight. The, the 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 first four, the Dayton date is out, and that's where you want to be. You want to be in the field. the The bracketology, which was last updated, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, the last one that I have here was updated at. Oh, it's been updated since, so it's been updated at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, Mississippi State still in the last four buys. The 11 seed in the South Regional, playing in Denver against St. Mary's. Now that's an interesting Rocky matchup. St. Mary's is a very good basketball team, very fundamentally sound. Yeah. Uh, but athletically, State would have a, a big advantage in that game. If the State were to win that game, they would play the winner of Kansas State, UC Irvine in the three six game, um, and the, they would be in the South Regional, which is Alabama's region, where they're playing in Birmingham. Uh, week week uh, the first game, and of course, what's interesting is, <clears throat> excuse me, where's the Sweet Sixteen for that? 
Louisville. Manageable drive. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about that is State obviously plays Alabama today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a win would be monstrous. But at the same time, and you, I think you tweeted about this, you don't really want to go up to be at a nine seed. No. You, you, you don't want to be eight, nine. A ten seed is fine. But you don't want to be the eight, nine and have to play the one. Can they jump that high? Can can they can they move to a nine? You think if they beat Alabama, that would be a massive win for their net. I think I think you're you're talking about like eight and nine is going to be like if you make it to the championship. Like if you get to like if you make it to the championship, you're probably you you probably have worked your way into a nine. Maybe they haven't. They don't update at the, that the point. rankings during the day, do they? Not so the. So I feel sta- like the so best states- thing. Like I feel like if State won it all, they mm-hmm. would be like an eight, and that's that's a bad spot. You don't want to be an eight, yeah. And at that point, you would change. They would change regionals on you because they would not want to put two SEC teams in the second round against each other. Right. Teams. You'd probably move over to like the West region and have to play Kansas or play uh, UCLA. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who it, would Ben Hallen root for? <laughs> yeah, that's UCLA I mean, probably. Two phenomenal. He's teams, a he's yeah. an LA guy. But but at the same time, all his guys are still on the team. Well, like three, Tolu, three or four of his Tolu, guys. Jeffrey, Cam. Um, Kamani Hamilton, I Hamilton, guess. Some of the recruits, obviously. And uh, I'm thinking there's somebody I'm missing. I don't know. Anyway. For the most part, I mean, this team's fairly new. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it, part of me says, like, this would be a good game because I still feel like, as much as we're saying, like, you know, State is, you know, is locked in or whatever, I just don't trust this committee. After what we saw last, I hate to compare. Uh, Texas A and M to this situation, mm-hmm. but it is in some ways it is it is a little similar. I mean, State played a much tougher non conference schedule than they mm-hmm. did a year ago, but um, you know we all thought that A and M was locked, mm-hmm. and they even you know made a run late in the season, and it didn't it didn't mean anything. You know, right. State's won what nine out of twelve? Nine out of twelve? No, no, nine, nine out of 12. yeah, you're right. That's, so that's I mean the. It, it's a it's a hot team. It's a team playing really good basketball late in the season, mm-hmm. and the resume says that they're an NCAA tournament team. The eye test says they're an NCAA tournament team, mm-hmm. but you're talking about a group of people that are making a decision here. I think that they're I think they're safely in, but wouldn't you feel a little better if you got this win? I well, mean, if you got that win, you would be no no. Doubt there's about no it. way you can. What's what, hel- what, what was it? What was this? Was this was a quad two, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, tomorrow's quad one, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But because um, Alabama's the number two team in the net, at losing to Bama is not going to hurt you at all. Doesn't hurt it. State can play loose. So what helps State a lot, and I'd have to go back and look at Texas A&M from a year ago. I don't know their resume, but that Marquette win is just so big for State. That's a top yeah, ten and team. Them, them surviving is what I mean. Marquette was struggling with St. John's today. Mm-hmm. Them, them winning that game was Helps. big. Cause Utah has dropped down to a quad two win for Mississippi State. They're all the way down to eighty in the net, and they, yeah, they, they haven't helped. I, I think their out. season is over. But but it, it didn't hurt them though. But it just well, takes it's a quad two win. It's still yeah. it's still a quality win. And then obviously TCU is uh, still a quad one win. That and it will remain. Well, you know I say that Robbie. What did they do? TCU is down to twenty nine in the net. It'd be top thirty, right? Top thirty at home. Um. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Yeah, I think that's right. So let's see what's going on with TCU. One they, through thirty, they play tonight against Kansas State. State could probably use them to win that game. That would Ooh, that, not be. And that's going to be a tough game. Yeah, that will be a tough game. I mean, Kansas State's a three seed. They're the higher seed. Yeah. So we'll see what happens to TCU. 
That, and then obviously you have Arkansas. That's not going anywhere. And then what's the other quad one for I, State? I don't think State's net is going to move much in a negative way. Like I think shouldn't. Like tomorrow they're forty six right this second. When we wake up tomorrow morning, they should be forty three. If they beat Alabama, they might go to like thirty eight, thirty seven, and then you could be, you could be a nine seed at that point. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't I don't but, know if they'll move. But at the same time, yeah, I think I think you would trade. Okay, we might have to play the one for we are safely locked in, no questions asked yes. at this point. Yeah, I because still, I still think they're locked in. Well, I mean, here's the thing with this team: you're kind of playing with house money when you get in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I don't think that anybody oh, expects that, this team to win a national championship. If they go out in the first round, it, it doesn't matter. No, the nobody still cares. A huge success. It's just about getting in. So, yeah. like, do what you can to get in, and worry about the matchups later. Which I still think that this team can compete with. Just about any team in the country. We've seen them compete with Alabama, and that's a team that's been ranked number one a good portion of the season. Um, you know, and I, like my expectations for this team isn't for them to make this huge run in this tournament. But I mean, it would be nice to get a nice draw mm-hmm. and try to make as much of a run as, as possible. And of course, that's the goal for this team. But I just want to see this team get the tournament. They deserve it. They, they went through a rough patch. They played – they had one of the toughest starts to an SEC schedule I can remember for a Mississippi State team mm-hmm. and struggled, rightfully so. And they've come out of that after starting 1-7. and seven, They've come out of there and won 9 out of 12 games. Mm-hmm. In year one under Chris Jans, this team deserves it. And I know people – a lot of people were kind of upset with the, with the play that this team had on Thursday, but th- – they are what they are. Yeah. This is not a, a beauty contest with this team. Never is. There's a reason that, you know, John Rothstein and these people were talking about, you know, Chris Jans is the dentist. It don't It's not pretty. Yeah. We haven't seen very many games from Mississippi State this year that have been pretty. Right. Uh, it's it's been ugly just about every time, but that's how this that's how they play. Mm-hmm. That that it is what it is. You just, just win. You just games. have to be used to it at this point. Nobody cares what about the style points. Exactly. Just win games. All that matters is did you change the number on the left or on the right? Yep. And that's all that matters. Somebody uh, Borky actually said they don't put pictures on the scorecard. No. Simple as that. So they just. I mean, at the end of yeah. the day, Mississippi State is what twenty one and ten. Ten. Yeah. And. Looks to be in good shape to go in the NCAA tournament in year one under Chris Jans in mm-hmm. a season that preseason we were saying just get to the NIT. Yep. And that's that's all that matters right now. There you go. All right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. This weekend, if you're firing up the grill, throw some beef on there. Throw a couple of steaks on there. Throw yourself a, a big uh, a big big pile of burgers. Or if you're going big, a brisket. I'll tell you another thing. This is a great thing to smoke, and it's not that expensive, is a chuck roast. That is, mm-hmm. they call it the poor man's brisket. It takes about as long to smoke as a brisket. It's got a lot to break down, but man, good. Or make t- you a, a Mississippi pot roast. That is the easiest recipe on the on the earth. The, the and one, of the, Reed, and one of the most delicious. Mississippi pot roast. I, I it, It's just so easy. A couple hours of smoke, then wrap it up with the ingredients. And walk away. Come back three hours later, and you got a pile of meat that, that feed a whole family. That, some mashed potatoes, that'll set you right, as they like to say. Head over to your local grocery stores and your butcher shops. Talk to the guys there and get some great deals and some great products. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. 
Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Robbie and I did indeed dine there on uh, on on Wednesday, and in, we did it. We had beef as well. We had the delicious. We want it. We want to. If you're listening, Terry Barton, we want to talk about calling the prime rib sandwich the thunder and lightning prime rib sandwich. Now, here's the thing. You're going to call it that, and everybody's going to be thinking it's about Will, Will Clark and Raphael Palmer. but we'll know. We'll We're know just putting in the description, this is Robbie Falk and Brian Haydad's favorite sandwich. This is sandwich. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk's favorite sandwich. Well, I said it first. <laughs> I made the description first. <laughs> that sandwich is killer. You definitely need to check it I out. I just ate it the other day. You did, too. I did. It's incredible. You took a few things off the sandwich. I, I left it as is. You left is. it as is. I'm a meat and cheese only It was guy. delicious. But and I had pork rinds with mine. It was I had great. the pork belly mac and cheese. I mean, do you see what I'm saying, folks? Get the two brothers. So get good. you a prime rib sandwich. Life will be good. Great products, great service. It's what every business likes to promise you, but Advantage Business Systems delivers it to you, and they have been for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. When you need service, call them back. Don't call. Don't deal with a big box store when we're talking about, okay, we're going to call this overseas call center, and they're going to transfer you to this out-of-state consultant, and you got to make an appointment with him. No, skip all that. Talk to somebody here in the state of Mississippi, and hey, they're, 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 their message to you is probably going to be like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Sometimes it's going to be, I can be there this afternoon. That's the, Your business can't afford to wait. That's why you want to deal with the local people like Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue and the Collegiate Collection at The Rogue, they've got the pullovers and polos you want to see. Great pr- quality products, name brands, and they have the logos that you want. No more garish. Garish. Banner M taking up three quarters of the left side of a shirt with, you know, maroon piping on the one sleeve and white on the... No! No! How about just a nice, simple maroon polo with a white state script? How about a nice, simple white polo with a maroon M over S? Makes sense to me, but what do I know? I'm just an unfrozen caveman. So... Your ways confuse me. <laughs> your banner M's. So... Head over to the Rogue in Jackson. Shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. The unfrozen caveman lawyer recognized Mississippi State immediately when he saw the state script. That's all I'm saying. That's true. It's a true story. And he was frozen for three million years. Exactly. Head over to um, this weekend, uh, a spot to the ladies. I'm... I'm we don't normally cater to the ladies on the show. We're, we're, we're kind of male-centric. We should because I've heard so many different ladies mention that they listen to the show. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. All right. <laughs> Stop. I should. I should. I need to get. I may need to put that on the other. Uh, yeah, of the that's show. that's the that's that's going to be get, the end I'll of the show. Music. So, uh, I'm just telling you though, the place you want to hang out this weekend is Luva, the wine room at 509 University Drive, right next to Dolce. An incredible wine list, maybe the biggest wine list in, in the Golden Triangle, if I if I'm not mistaken. And it's it's hand curated. This isn't they just pick some wines out of you know, Wine Spectator or whatever it is people read. They got a sommelier in there, and they have a wine program happening. So check that out. Great cocktails and for food, incredible flatbreads, and I love charcuterie. Mm. If there's just a plate full of cured meat, I will eat yes. it. Yes. So sausage and cheese board too. 
Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Stuff like that. So open Wednesday through Friday at 5, open Saturday at 4. You can make reservations by messaging their Facebook page or on Instagram at Luva Wine Room. Stop stop to see what others have already discovered. Luva Wine Room. And I rode by there. We we were leaving supper um, on Thursday night, Mm -hmm. you and I. I I eat out with you more than I do my own family. Um, We are family. It just looks like a really cool atmosphere. I mean, they have a little outside, like a little outdoor fire. So this is what I would say. I'm old. All right. The days of me wanting to hear really loud music at the bar and and all that, I'm done with that. I want to be able to sit in a comfortable chair, enjoy my drink, be able to hear conversation happening around me. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. That that location board. and eat a charcuterie board. That location provides that for me. Yeah, so. just a really cool looking spot. There you go. Go check it out. You know what else is cool? Four star quarterbacks. Way, way to be impressive with your first commitment for the 2024 class. Mississippi State announced, or not announces, Mississippi State doesn't, but uh, the announcement of Josh Flowers, 6'2", 205-pound quarterback from Mobile, Alabama, four-star quarterback, rated the number 21 quarterback in the country by 24, I'm sorry, number 18 quarterback in the country by 24-7 sports. Zach Arnett has gone into Alabama and gotten a quarterback that had an offer from Alabama. 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 Also, Arkansas, Florida, Indiana, NC State, Texas A&M. Now, it's likely that he did not have a committable offer from Alabama. Why why, why would you do this? I want to be realistic. Everybody, everybody, there's a bucket of water, Robbie Falk, here he comes. Just let me be realistic. All right, all right. Um, But the fact that th- this is what i'm talking about with these kids the fact that alabama had identified this guy mm-hmm. and felt he was good enough to at least throw out this offer to mm-hmm. tells you you're on the right people i bet his offer to a&m is committable very well could be cuz i mean they've got if, the the maddox kid from yeah if anthony maddox's offer is committable who i think is a good player but i don't think he's as good as this kid right then that offer was committable as well so but Reading, I, I don't know anything about this kid mm-hmm. from a personality standpoint. I've mm-hmm. never the yesterday whenever I was talking to Paul Jones about him uh, before all that stuff was public. I had no clue who he was. Right. I like in a lot of ways I'm removed from football recruiting because you got Paul and then Steve covers it some. I just don't cover football recruiting that much, but I right. follow it just like everybody else. And reading. Some of the quotes and some of the things from this article that Steve Wilfong put out, Mississippi State just did a great job recruiting this kid. Mm-hmm. He he talked about and his I think his high school coach was in there as well in that article. You can go check it out on our website. Um, he talked about the the job that Mississippi State did recruiting him, building the relationship. When he came to campus, they made him feel like a five star recruit, treated his family well, and specifically mentioning Steve Campbell and Joey Jones really stood out to me. Yeah. Because those are two guys that, you know, the common fan is not really thinking about. Right. We we thought that those were good hires for Mississippi State coming in, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know from a recruiting standpoint what kind of impact 
that they would make. The fact that a, a four-star quarterback that has a lot of Power 5 offers is mentioning that, whether directly or indirectly or whatever, to his coach or however it's being brought up, brought up that's a pretty big deal to me. Yeah. That immediately those guys have been here for you know month, month and a half, and they've already made that kind of difference. And by the way, coming from a very uh, similar background as as where they worked in Mobile, mm-hmm. uh, so I think they had a lot to do with the evaluation and the relationship building. So give them a big hat tip. Give Kevin Barbet a hat tip on it as well, because I, um, another part of that story that really stood out. They sat him down and started clipping some of his film mm-hmm. and also showing him clips of Dak Prescott when he was here. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Hey, uh, we can use you a lot like the uh, Dallas Cowboys. for the next 10 years. Yeah, the Dallas like Cowboys that. quarterback, the guy who is a legend here's here. Here's you doing can, this, and here's he doing the exact same thing here at Mississippi right. State. Yeah. So the, the job that they did in this recruitment was fantastic. And Paul Jones, first let me talk to you about this. Let me talk to you. Uh, yeah, I, I texted Paul because he Paul said that there he, he had an idea. There was a, well, it started with this. It started with Arnett tweeting the the now the video that he of him going crazy. Right? Yes, I love that. By the way, is a new commitment. So I texted uh, MSU SID Brandon Langlois, and I said, "You need to tell Arnett that needs to be the when you get a commitment, that's what he needs to tweet." And he just sat back. Well, how do you know it wasn't? Ooh. And I was like, "Ooh," so. I text Paul because that's what I do, you know. Like, hey, because I whenever somebody, whenever I hear a commitment's coming, I immediately like do a Twitter search for at Hail State whatever, yeah, and commit it. And I, I couldn't find anything, so I'm like, do you know who this is? He's like, I'm looking, and then he texts me back, or then he puts on his message board. He's like, I found out who it is, but they want to wait till till later. It took Paul a while to figure. So this out. well, then then Steve Wiltfong from 24-7 Sports, a national recruiting guy, comes on the MSU board where he is kind of persona non grata. Mm-hmm. And he says, big commitment coming, basically. And so I text Paul back. I'm like, what is going on that Wilt Fong? And he's like, okay, it's somebody else. It's different than the one that I know about. Yeah. And then he kicks back. He's like, oh, it is a big one. Mm-hmm. And so Paul, you know, Paul not giving me the, you know, because I respect that because it's, it's Paul's story to break. He's the recruiting guy. And, uh, yeah, I mean this is a this is a commitment that got national attention. I mean that 24/7's recruiting show talked about it today. Wilt Fong was talking about it today, wrote an article about it. Pretty impressive job of recruiting by, by the staff. And that's your first guy. That that's pretty good, you know. Uh, and now, you like to get those quarterbacks in early. They are what everybody think you build around, yeah. you know. Now, and there's been a lot of talk about Trey Petty here in Starkville. Right. Could still see him in this class if state wants to do two quarterbacks. I don't I don't know and I don't know if Petty wants to be part of a two quarterback class, but at the end of the day, you couldn't turn down the kind of talent that Josh Flowers was going to offer you. So yeah, I mean, I you, I love Trey Petty. I've known Trey Petty for several years now. Everybody knows how I feel about Starkville High School. Mm-hmm. But um, the opportunity to get a guy like this, you just can't you can't turn it down just for Trey Petty. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got to do what you feel like is best, right? And that's what was best for Mississippi State. You were at practice earlier today. You got a chance to talk to Zach Arnett. What, what did he have to say? He called me a bumbling idiot. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> no, he didn't. That's a shame. Um, God, he was in a good mood today. I don't know what happened for him. I don't know if he if he had steak for lunch. Uh, 
from you know shout out to the Mississippi Beef Council. I don't know, um, but he was in a tremendous mood today. Stopped over in the middle of practice, chatted up with some of us. Um, was having just a great time. Joked with us a little bit. Um, didn't take any uh, jabs at me or anything like that. That's nice. Uh, but he was. You know, I I asked him. You know, just you know, his thoughts on kind of taking over. You know. The, the first few days of practice being the head guy mm-hmm. and um you know he got he got asked about you know leaning on some of these veteran coaches and i continue to be just so impressed with the humility that he has to say basically you know i don't know everything these guys are teaching me something new every day uh, i'm leaning on these guys heavily you know he he you know talked about the job matt brock's doing the job that Kevin Barbet is doing. Uh, just seems like he's a guy that that is really kind of even keel. Um, th- uh, what was the first practice Tuesday? Yeah, was very. I don't know if it was because of the first practice or or what, but he was intense that day. This this practice was a little felt a little different. He was out there running uh, quarterback. Scout team quarterback for a little bit, kind of just giving the defense a a, a certain look and, and running the read, things like that. It was just uh, kind of a fun day of practice for him. Uh, so I, I thought he was in a, a, a relatively good mood for the most part. Yeah. He's having fun out there. I mean, this is. I, I think being the head man, yeah, it's loosening him up. A well, I think you're just going to see a little different person, which you should. Co- coordinators are going to be different than the head coach, you yeah. know? Because the head coach has to be the face of things. Yeah. You know, and if you're just a miserable jerk, you know, people you know, Saban can do that because of, of his rep, reputation, right? Mm-hmm. But nowadays you need to be, you know, a little, a little more friendly. So, uh, what, and, and, and the thing is with Saban is like, he can be friendly. Here, sometimes that guy's hilarious. Yeah. But, it, you know, you got to, I, I think it's all about finding a balance. It's all about that balance. And he I think is, find he, that. That's what I was going to say is he is very balanced. He's not a guy that is always going to be like, you know, just jumping down your throat yeah. or anything like that. He's also not going to be the, you know, I'm your best friend. I I get the f- feeling that these players respect him mm-hmm. a lot, but they also kind of get him, you know, f- and they he gets he gets them and they get him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he can he can he can jump down your throat every right. now and then, and he can be a um, a little harsh at times, mm-hmm. but he can also he he gets that respect level of being a you know former player and um, being a guy that relates to the to the kids. You know, I mean, it just seems like he's got that balance, and it remains to be seen. You know, if that turns into into success for Mississippi State, but so far I'm I'm really impressed with Zach Arnett. Let's finish up with some baseball talk. Uh, not a whole lot of preview I want to do about this series with Lipscomb. I know Lipscomb gave Auburn a pretty good challenge last week, but they still got swept. Um, and so State should be able to do the same. If they don't, I'm going to... Should. Gonna, should. A return to TBD on Saturday. I don't think... I mean, I think that means for sure it's not Eintema because if it's it was Eintema, they would yeah, just start him. Can't. I think it, feel, it feels to me, and this is just my, my gut feeling here, that they're going to see how Kate Smith feels on Saturday. Yeah, and if he can go, he'll start, and if not, they'll figure it out. Could be. And then who? Who? If it's not Kate Smith, who would it be? Who's Who's your they first don't. thought? That's an interesting thought. See, if I'm that, if I'm in that situation, I'm just going to go ahead and start Nate Dome. Yeah, I. 
you know, and I get the feel that might be the case. It might be somebody that they really don't know right now. Yeah. And I feel like they they haven't been scared to just throw guys in there. So I don't think it's like a a situation where they're trying to get one up on Lipscomb or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, oh, this isn't head games. They've no. they've thrown Drangelo head games. They've thrown Drangelo out there mm-hmm. in the rotation, and he already gets the Friday night start again as he should. Yes. So I, I don't think it's anything like you know they're trying to play games here or anything like that. They might just really not know right now, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to happen, man. I mean. I think I would go with Nate Dome. I would think I would push him into the rotation. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of one of those things too. Like you don't feel good about anybody in the bullpen That's right what, now. I would put Nate Dome into the rotation right now if I knew Aaron, Aaron Nixon, Nixon was good to yeah. go. If he's good to go, I, I feel okay. And and what do you do? Like say that Drangelo maintains some consistency. Mm-hmm. Nate Dome somehow gets into the rotation. Yeah. And, and you know what good. you got with Gartman. Gartman is what he is. What do you do with Kate Smith? He's just a he's, long relief. He'd be a long relief guy, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just tell it's, him, like, that's the way it turned out. You know, we got to do it. We got to – you can't – because if you start winning, you can't change things. Yeah. So. I really feel like things could, could turn for Mississippi State in a good way if they're able to get, you know, Pico, Kate Smith. We haven't seen Pico Khan yet. No. And these guys are – Guys that, you know, I, I think really significantly, if they're on their game, significantly change the season for Mississippi State. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're going to be pretty well rested. Aaron Nixon's pitched one inning. Yeah. Pico has pitched Zero. not at all. Yeah. And, you know, Kate Smith is not – I mean, he's labored a little bit, but he's only pitched in two games. Yeah. These I guys thought, are going to be – he's thrown six innings. Yeah. These guys are going to be – well rested, yeah, and it's almost like you're picking up free agents in the middle of the season. There's something to that, yeah. Coming into the SEC, so it's a you, you got a chance here to make something happen, but it, you know it's, it's got to happen for Mississippi State. They got to find some guys that are reliable that are going to give them good innings. And I think you put the best three in the rotation mm-hmm. and try to get the best start <clears throat> possible in all three games, and then piece it together. I agree. I agree with you 100. percent And that. I would probably, like I said, if Nixon's good to go, I would go ahead and make Dome the starter on Saturday yeah. and figure it out from there. Yeah. One last thing before we go. I know you're a music guy, so hmm. I know a lot of people politically don't agree with Jamie Lee Curtis, but what she said yesterday makes a lot of sense. I saw Did that. You see this? Yeah. Why are there no matinees? I'm not going to go see Coldplay if they start their show at nine and there's an opening act. I want to hear Coldplay at one p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't there afternoon concerts? Well, there are. There are festivals. But, I, but even then, you got to you're there for like all day, especially if like, it's like a Saturday. If you told me like on, like this, I'm going to see the Foo Fighters in in June. Yeah, and I'm sure that show is like at seven or eight. I, without looking, I don't know. But if you told me that thing was like at noon, I know noon in June would be yeah, that'd be that suck in the it's amphitheater. Gonna be, it's gonna be hot either way. You you will be sweating either way that night. Yeah, it'd be very so, humid. So why not just have it and then, then you know I can go home, take a shower, go get dressed, go to dinner. Go get yeah. some drinks, and then I'm in bed at a reasonable hour. I don't know who made those rules. You know, I mean, you the have, first musical act that does this, I will support them. I don't you, care what kind of music it is. You have weekend matinees, yeah, uh, that uh, movies, yeah, and you know some there's some movie theaters that have matinees like all week, yeah. I know Starkville's movie theater sometimes does. They have that. afternoon shows, yeah. It this makes I, sense. It makes too much sense. 
I, I start getting, especially now, like I start, I start getting a little tired at these yeah. concerts. Like they started like ten I'm t- p.m. I'm, I like. I went to see Garth Brooks. By the end of that, I was like, I'm so ready to go home. I, I wish, was in college. I was like, Please stop playing Garth. I'm enjoying the show. It's great. Yeah, but I, I, I really want to go home. I was in college. Snoop Dogg came to Rick's, mm-hmm. and he went on at like midnight. Yeah, and it was like, guys, this is, uh, I was I getting tired. Yeah, just, and I was in college. And he came out and played like three songs and he was yeah. gone. Yeah. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. Good stuff. She's a queen. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're back on Sunday. After We'll have to record, obviously, after the selection show. We'll tell you where Mississippi State is headed. And uh, we'll re- recap baseball. And uh, maybe, who knows, maybe some recruits are going to start coming in now. So maybe we'll have another one to talk about as well. Guys, have a great uh, weekend. We'll be back with you on Sunday evening. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.